Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hi. You never say your lovely co-host or your super cute co-host. Hmm. You start adding that in. So well, the I listeners have, think. I do have a lovely and super cute oh. guest today. <laughs> Dr. Tyler Goldberg. Here I am. (laughs) I decided to stay for another segment. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) World-renowned, world-renowned orthopedic surgeon. He is an expert in um, hip and knee replacements. Uh, Although I spend a lot of time on this show talking about hormones and sexual health, men's health, uh, I I recognize, goes beyond the penis. I can't imagine. (laughs) Does it, though? People tell me that the bones, other bones are important. If well, you want to walk. If you want to walk. So, um, or have sex. <laughs> so, Tyler, you know, um, uh, when I talk to patients that are or family members that are going to go through a total uh, knee or total hip, I feel like they delay and a lot of them delay and delay and delay and delay. And, and they look at the surgery as kind of the finish line. We're going to, I'm finally going to get my hip done. And in my mind, whenever I see somebody really thinking like that, I shake my head and say, that's just the very, very beginning of that, of that journey. So uh, we're going to talk first about the part that they really can't do anything about which is the 30 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on who you go see, For sure. that the surgery is taking. You're going to be sleeping when you have this done. Well, you're not going to be sleeping. The I patient, won't sleep. No, no. The patient's going to be sleeping. Patients are sleeping. Patients Thank are goodness. Sleeping. Sometimes so, they stay awake and talk to me, though. So, so, so you only have limited time. How does, uh, what advice would you give somebody, like let's say somebody in another town, on what to ask and how to look for a How to pick a surgeon? surgeon yeah, yeah it, very easy in the joint replacement world. There is lots of information on the Internet, and it's all going to sort of be biased uh, internet information, right? It's going to be the highest of the high and the lowest of the lows. So still a word of mouth type of issue. You want to talk to friends that have seen a phys- particular physician, but then you want to go and visit that physician. Um, if you've targeted a physician to be your surgeon, and I think quite important is in the joint replacement business, because it's not a, a one-time surgery. Once you connect with that surgeon, it's a lifetime of back and forth. It's, it's almost, a relationship. It's yeah. a relationship for sure. It's kind of the primary care of orthopedics, right? It's not a fracture that gets fixed and the patient's gone and forgets the name of their surgeon. With a joint replacement, you have to go in every few years and kind of just check things out, make sure things, everything are uh, in the in the good way, in a good place. Patients are doing well, so you really want to establish a connection. So And get that second opinion before you get a knife put on you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think the the critical thing that patients miss and don't ask when they're looking for a, a surgeon is they want to kind of find out what their experience is and is that all they do? That's kind of the general things. The thing that I would always ask is if I have a problem, if I have a complication, are you the guy that's going to take care of it? And if your surgeon gives you the right answer that you like, then that's the surgeon I would go with. Because if you go with a surgeon you weren't so thrilled with and you have a complication, you're going to be forever sort of kicking yourself mm-hmm. on the side saying, I wish I would have gone to that guy because he would have gotten me out of this complication quickly. And that's the that's the mark of a good surgeon to me is what happens when the chips are down. If everything goes great in the surgery, that's right. then you're going to high-five the surgeon <laughs> going down the road and forget his name in six months. That's right. Right? But when you have a complication, you need to know that that surgeon has you and will get you through that as quickly and efficiently and as little morbidity as possible. So when people are preparing for these kinds of uh, joint operations, I'll give you some insight in how I advise people. I'm a big fan of surgeons that require a certain weight limit or a a body mass index. And as I understand, insurances are now requiring that you can't even operate on really, really big people anymore. Sure. We have, we have hard cutoffs now. And I think that's important for you guys to know. If you're, if you're morbidly obese, 
and you think that your knee pain is going to get better with a, uh, a total knee arthroplasty or replacement, be aware that you may not even be allowed to have surgery. Correct. So all the research in orthopedics and joint replacement in the last five to seven years has been finding out what patients are safe to do surgery on and what patients have modifiable risk factors. So I spend all day looking for metabolic syndrome, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, obesity. And depending on where you are in that spectrum with those four diseases, your complication risks go up even as high as 50 percent. And no one wants to have a surgery and no surgeon wants to do a surgery where you have a 50% complication rate. How ironic is it that you and I both went into surgery so we would never really, really, really have to deal with medical issues with patients? Absolutely. And both of us are having to deal with medical issues with patients <laughs> all, all day, day and every all day. day. Every yeah, day. for sure. <laughs> because just... I wanted to be a carpenter. I wanted to forget all <laughs> the medicine. Right. And now I'm That's learning right. about hemoglobin right. A1Cs That's and a, yeah, yeah. for sure, hormones and things like that. He wanted to be a big, dumb caveman surgeon. <laughs> just hammering and nails and now he's got to worry about lab reports and making sure people stay healthy for sure but, but what we've realized if you ignore that part of it your patients have worse outcomes and ultimately you and i both want to do a great job for our patients at the end of the day absolutely and so when we talk to patients and we force you to lose weight or we make sure you take your meds and i think that in some ways we're a lot more strict than their primary care doctor is 100 percent, because we're the one we're the one at risk when they go to surgery right we're the one with their life on the line that's right and if they so, get a, an infected joint have a poor uh, healing wound because they didn't manage their blood sugar well then that's something that you're going to have to deal with absolutely and it's going to take a year of their life and hundreds of thousands of dollars of healthcare dollars so if they don't do well yeah you know, it's big big morbidity big stakes and these are modifiable risk factors you know the interesting thing i've found with weight loss over the years is i used to send people away and say hey you need to lose some weight they would never come back and now every week i have somebody who comes back not necessarily surgical loss weight loss, but going and doing correct diets and getting on some sort of activity. And they'll come back to say, hey, you told me to lose this amount of weight. I'm now at my target weight that you gave me. I'm ready for my surgery. And sign them up and they go. Especially when they're forced because they think that that total joint is going to help them. And a lot of them probably feel better just from the weight loss. It is kind of one of those myths. We were talking about myths in the last segment. One of the myths is I can't lose weight because my knee knee hurts hurts. too, too much and I can't be active. Well, the ugly truth about joint replacement is actually weight goes up after a joint replacement. Hmm. Patients have less pain. They'll get up and go to the refrigerator and (laughs) get more food if they're so inclined. (laughs) That's why we've uh, integrated nutritionists in our practice here uh, for Urologic Health. I I feel like a weight loss specialist, a nutritionist specialist, and and a hormone specialist. Because I think that having uh, your testosterone, if you have a low testosterone, osteopenia going into your hip replacement, I have to imagine your outcomes are going to be worse. They potentially can be a lot worse because they're more susceptible to fracture and they're more brittle and it takes them a longer time to uh, rehab after their surgery. So for sure, you need to get these patients medically stable, medically healthy, and that will give them an ultimately better result with their surgery. And I think that people should really think about preparing 12 to 16 weeks before that, getting into that mindset, making sure that you're healthy, getting your hormones done and not just kind of waiting to the last minute. Right. Well, it's well known the higher your function going into surgery, when you take that surgical hit, the higher your function will be going out of surgery, right? And rehab will be easier for you. So let's talk a little bit about rehab. I talked about surgery being the finish line in a lot of people's minds when I think it's the starting line, right? Because rehab, it's tough. Rehab is definitely tough, especially on the knees. 
patients really struggle with their knee rehabilitation. Now, I've heard that there's like a you get out of surgery and you immediately have a machine that kind of like bends your knee and all sorts of things that go on there. Not in years. So the studies would show that there's no difference in that bending machine. So I haven't used one in six, seven, eight years. So what do you for do sure. for your guys? So we, we want people to stay safe in the perioperative period. So we put them up, we get them up on walkers, and we make sure that they avoid all those potential early surgical complications. Once they've avoided those early surgical complications, blood clots, infections, things like that, then we start working them out and uh, uh, rehabbing them, getting first range of motion, swelling reduction, things like that. And then later down the road, we start strengthening them. Hips are uniquely a different story. We don't rehab hips really at all. We just tell them to get up and walk. There's nothing a patient can really do after a hip replacement that's going to make their ultimate result better. In fact, they might make it a little bit worse. That was just an amazing conversation, Uh, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining us For sure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. The amount of information and knowledge that you have um, to share is just uh, just tremendous. So I really appreciate you coming on board. So Donna, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us before we uh, lead this segment? Awesome. That's right. And then um, also you can Google Dr. Tyler Goldberg. He's with Texas Orthopedics. And what was your phone number again? 512-439-1000. There you go. That's an easy number. Easy. So you want to see Dr. Goldberg's handsome face, go to texasorthopedics.com. If you want to see Dr. Mystery's handsome face, go to armormenshealth.com. Please reach out to us. Any questions you have, armormenshealth at gmail.com. It's armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our phone number during the week is 512-238-0762. And we have four locations, Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. And we're happy to help. And Dr. Mystery, remind everybody about the big giant event that we're going to talk about in the next segment. November 7th. Make (laughs) Austin pee again. (laughs) Make Austin pee again. So there you go. So everybody, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Dr. Goldberg again. And we will be right back after this commercial. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com.